0: My name is Farah Osbeck. Welcome to Military Law Matters, the podcast that gives you insight into military law so you know your rights and don't become a victim of injustice. Today we'll be talking to Courtney Smith, the Director for Volunteer Outreach and Education of the Veterans Consortium Pro Bono Program. Courtney will tell us how the Veterans Consortium helps veterans who are filing appeals with the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims, and how they also help veterans who have received other than honorable conditions discharge. So stay tuned for our interview with
1: Courtney Smith.
0: Hi, Courtney. Well, thank you so much for being on the Military Law Matters podcast. How are you doing today, Courtney?
1: I'm good, Vera. Thank you for having me. We're excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Well, thank you for taking the time, uh, to come on our podcast. So let me tell our listeners who you are. So, uh, Courtney Smith serves as the Director of Volunteer Outreach and Education with the Veterans Consortium Pro Bono Program. In this role, Courtney is in charge of all recruiting, training, case placement, and support for the Veterans Consortium National Volunteer Corps of more than 2,500 attorneys, paralegals, and related pro bono professionals. Throughout her tenure at the Veterans Consortium, Courtney has successfully evaluated hundreds of cases and placed over 700 with volunteer attorneys. In addition, she has represented appellants and mentored pro bono attorneys in their respective cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims, and Courtney also oversaw the creation and implementation of the Veterans Consortium Limited Legal Assistance and Information Helpline. Prior to joining the Veterans Consortium, Courtney served as a law clerk for Chief Judge William Green, who is retired now, at the Court of Appeals for the Veterans for veterans Claims. And Courtney's also, she's a graduate of the University of Richmond and Howard University School of Law. So Courtney, you have a very impressive background um, and service to veterans and uh, definitely an expert in this area. So I'm really happy for you to be here to So why don't you tell our listeners, Courtney, what the Veterans Consortium Bono Program
1: is? What does your organization do primarily? Well, thank you for your kind words, Fair. I really do appreciate that, them and the opportunity to um, share more about the Veterans Consortium. Our organization believes that our veterans in need, our nation's defenders, deserve the benefits and compensation they were promised. And the best legal services free of charge to meet those challenges. So what does that mean? Okay. That means we provide free attorneys um, to veterans to assist with their benefits appeals to the appellate court in Washington, D.C., um, uh, our, our attorneys also help with discharge upgrades, as well as a free li- free legal clinic at the local VA medical center here in Washington DC.
0: Okay, so now I know you, know. you said your office is. I know it's in Washington DC. So where are your clients located? I mean, do they have to be in DC, or can they be located
1: in other cities? Uh, the Veterans Consortium uh, is a nationwide program with clients all over the world. So our, our veterans do not need to be in Washington, D.C. We have clients on um, both coasts, East Coast, West Coast. We also have clients in Philippines and Guam. So we, um, we, we are far reaching.
0: Okay. Wow, that's great. So a veteran who needs help does not have to, you know, go in person to your office. So that's that's really great to know. So how? Let's start with um, what are some of the common issues that veterans need help with and, and reach out to your organization.
1: The the most common issues are their uh, benefits appeals to the appellate court, as well as their discharge upgrades, namely as they relate to post traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury.
0: Okay. So let's start with the administrative discharge then with veterans who have either PTSD or TBI. What what are the criteria are there any criteria that your the consortium uses as far as accepting clients?
1: So the criteria is related to the condition that the conditions we spoke of earlier, Mm -hmm. which are uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury. Um, Those are the criteria that we uh, specifically focus on. However, if any veteran has questions about those or any other types of discharge upgrades, we encourage um, them to call us and and we'll work with them individually on on the uh, upgrades.
0: Okay. Okay, great. So, I mean, you actually – so give them advice or actually help them, you know, do their application or when you say work with them, just give all them information? Yes, okay.
1: all So it depends on the individual's uh, – uh, circumstances. In some cases, we're able to screen and place a volunteer attorney. In other cases, we're able to assist the, the veteran and help them um, uh, create a packet that they submit to the discharge review boards.
0: Okay. Okay. And as far as the administrative discharge, do, do you help with any type of, I mean, does it have to be a UOTHC discharge or is there a criteria on the type characterization of the discharge? Or OTH. a general discharge, uh, you know, is it just for people with the? Un- I know some organizations limit it to uh, under the honorable conditions discharge, it has to be to help, or some with general. So, I- I'm assuming you don't have that um distinction.
1: No, I believe it. it's OTH and up. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: okay, okay. So, um so that's really great to know for people out there that this organization it's pro bono and they have attorneys all over and can assist if you call and we'll give the contact information on our show notes, but we will um you know you can reach out to the consortium for the discharges and talk to someone and hopefully you know get assistance in that area so Courtney, can you tell us um as far as the v a claims what type what's the typical um. Let, let's say someone actually is a veteran is starting to try to file their claim. Do you help mm-hmm. at that point or only if their claim was denied and there's, that's at the appeal level?
1: Right. We uh, help at once a veteran's claim has been denied and they're appealing to the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Mm-hmm. However, okay. um, we encourage um, veterans that want to file an initial claim to work with their local service officer.
0: Okay. Okay, that's good to see. Yeah, and there's VSOs offices all over. I was looking at a website, and even by state, it lists where they're located. So, um, yeah, that's that's a that's great advice because these people, I'm assuming, you know, they have experience doing yes. these. So, so if someone is totally like doesn't know how to fill it out, they can. That's what the VSO offices are for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, Courtney, then, so let's say the person filed a claim and it was de- denied um, entirely, or Wow, I usually turn off my cell phone. Sorry about that. My thing went off here. Um, So if uh, their claim is denied, then what happens in terms of your organization? They call your organization, and and how does it work as far as after a client calls and wants to get help?
1: Sure. Uh, Once a client receives a final denial from the Board of Veterans Appeals, They have 120 days from the date listed on the front of the board's decision to file an appeal with the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. And I cannot emphasize this enough um, because often what happens is that the court's uh, deadlines get mixed up with VA's deadlines. So often we find that a lot of veterans think they have a year to appeal, and that's not true. They have 120 days um, from the date listed on the front of the board decision. Okay.
0: Okay. That's, so that's important. 120 days. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. From there, um, once you've received a final denial, uh, we encourage you to visit our website, um, which has a section on how to file your appeal before the court and contains all of the necessary forms to do so. If they're working with their local service officer, Um, they can, uh, their service officer can go to our website as well. And we actually have an online application, which generates an electronic versions of the appeals forms, as well as, uh, forms, uh, for those who are interested in our program services.
0: Oh, okay, and on it. So online, so there's no criteria then. I, I guess it's just anyone whose claim was denied can contact. Absolutely,
1: your they have to have a final denial from the board of veterans appeals.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. and I guess you would recommend they contact you, your office as soon as the consortium as soon as possible. Not wait until
1: the hundred Yes, I and 10th encourage you day. not to wait. <laughs> 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 it's it's, it's easier to file a notice of appeal um, to the court, uh, first and foremost, and then, uh, figure out if if there's some, if they decide that, uh, they don't want to pursue the appeal anymore and they're satisfied with the board's decision, then they can withdraw their appeal. But I encourage them not to wait beyond 120 days.
0: Okay. And I, you might've mentioned but so that you can't get a delay on that 120 days, correct?
1: Uh, In some circumstances that you can, the court has what's called equitable tolling. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there are some um, circumstances in which the court will allow an appeal to be filed beyond the 120 days, but they're very strict criteria, um, which uh, a veteran will have to show that Um, They were unable to file their notice of appeal due to uh, uh, some life circumstance or medical circumstance outside of their control. And it usually has to be backed with some evidence, um, such as a doctor's note, which says uh, what they were going through um, at the time, during the time of that 120-day appeal period uh, prevented them from actually uh, submitting an appeal to the court. Okay.
0: Okay. So, I mean, so there may be some cases you're saying, but again, someone shouldn't rely on that. They should right away, don't, you know, wait on these, contact, you know, consortium or whoever you're going to contact, but don't don't wait, and if for some reason due to something beyond your control it is over, there there could be hope, and there, yes. there maybe is hope, and the, the attorneys can, the consortium
1: can figure yes, out how to Yes, we can help. work with <laughs> them on that. If yeah. that happens, and we've done this, we've done it before, if there's something that's outside of uh, the veterans' control or the family members, and they weren't able to file that appeal, we look at the circumstances of the case, and we've worked with uh, social workers and doctors to get an understanding of what happened at the time, and submit, um, uh, uh, that reason to the court and the court has permitted those cases to move forward.
0: Okay, great. Great. So Courtney, I I'm sure there's not like maybe a typical VA appeal case, but is there like some, like what type of cases generally do the attorneys work on helping, uh, with the VA appeal?
1: Uh, so welfare, I think, you hit the nail on the head when you said there's <laughs> not a typical case um, in, the, um, in the appellate world. Um, just uh, the, the appeals range from a variety of issues, just to name a few, entitlement to service connection, increased disability ratings, education benefits, and the list goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is that our attorneys are good. They're amazing. Uh, we win more... Than eight out of ten of our cases at the wow. court. That's, um,
0: that's that's a that's really good. That's great. And, so
1: yeah, absolutely. And we're so proud of of that track record. Um, our attorneys jump with both feet in, um, and uh, they give you the best legal services free of charge.
0: That is fantastic. I mean, it's it's really great that this. Uh, Organization exists. I I really didn't even know it did until I met met you at the a luncheon and, <laughs> and and then I had seen the pamphlet. So I was like, well, if I hadn't heard of it, and I practice in this area, there there's probably people out there who haven't heard of it, and not everyone you know can afford to or and, and really your attorneys, as you said, they're great. So there's no reason why someone you know can reach out. Why would they wouldn't reach out to your organization? So I want to make sure. People are aware of it. Um, So – and, you know, the attorneys working on also have a passion to help veterans Mm -hmm. as the consortium. So that makes it, uh, you know, even better. So – and I – have looked at the Veterans Consortium website and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of resources on there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of just things that your organization has put on the website. And is there any specific things that, you know, you can just highlight, but, you know, people listening can go on the website. We'll have it on our show notes, click on it and kind of read about, you know, different information. But is there anything else you'd like to add about that, about your website?
1: Yeah, well, we uh, encourage uh, people to go onto our website and specifically look at the apply for services tab Mm -hmm. Um, and it breaks it down into uh, those that are interested in discharge upgrades or those who are interested in um, filing an appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Um, They both tabs include uh, helpful links and videos, which I um, encourage um, everyone to look at, um, as well as gives uh, people a sense of what uh, an appeal at the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims uh, looks like, and the timeline and the different steps involved in um, in an appeal.
0: Okay, um, I actually meant just to ask you. I've forgotten. I don't know this. So, other than the uh, law firms and attorneys you work with who do these cases, are do you, are there staff members there that also handle cases for, with veterans? <laughs>
1: Yes, I myself um an attorney and I handle cases. We have a director of litigation and um, staff attorneys um who also not only uh review the cases um but we they also handle cases. We believe that if we're going to teach others how to walk the walk, we need to talk to th- talk the talk as well.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So uh, to get a good uh, you know, and yeah, and, and I know you go around teaching attorneys how to how to do this um so that is fantastic. So, Courtney, a lot of information, a, a lot of – I know a lot more about your organization from talking to you and right. from listening to the talk when I met you. But is there just, like, one takeaway we can give to veterans or, or something you'd like to emphasize to our listeners mm-hmm. um, about the consort, Veterans Consortium?
1: Yeah, that that's a great question. Yeah. Um, if there's one takeaway that I'd like to emphasize, it's that we, the Veterans Consortium, our nationwide program, chartered by Congress, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary this past year uh, with a volunteer corps of 2,500, over 2,500 attorneys who truly care and appreciate the service that our nation's veterans um, have given to us. And they are ready to provide those those, their best legal services for free, and ensure that our, our nation's veterans receive the care and compensation they rightfully earned and deserve. I cannot emphasize the, the care and the appreciation of our volunteer corps. Uh, they believe in our mission. Um, their dedication runs deep. And um, I want all all of our, our veterans to know that they are in good hands when they um work with our program.
0: Okay, great, very very good. last words and uh, and I know you know you said as far as how veterans uh, can get in touch with your organization, I'll put the website on the show on the notes uh, for the podcast And I know you said there's a tab they can click but I mean they, they can call or somehow contact your organization through the website
1: I'm assuming right? Right, they can call our our toll-free number, which is 888. 888- 838-7727 or visit our website at www.vetsprobono.org. Okay.
0: Well, that is fantastic Courtney. Thank you so much for sharing for thank what you, you for do. The opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. And for sharing, you know, and thank you for what you do and and what your organization does for veterans. So I hope people, you know, who are listening take advantage of this. So Thank you so much, Courtney. Um, I hope to catch up with you again soon.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Farah.
0: I hope you enjoyed the episode with Courtney Smith. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at info at militarylawmatters.com. And until next time, stay well and never, ever give up because there is always hope.